Forster and Hayes podcast series, Speculations in Unimagined Space. My name is Ewan Forster, and over the period of four months from November 2019, my colleague and long-term collaborator Chris Hayes and I took up residency at Wimbledon College of Art at the invitation of the Space Gallery to create an installation and performance lecture in response to the reconfiguration of the college to accommodate students of performance and acting. The installation Trig Point and its accompanying performance lecture on the hoof were devised out of many conversations with colleagues, staff and students at Wimbledon, as well as others from further afield, and the podcast series has been a chance for us to invite responses and reflections from some of those people on the main themes of the project, namely an exploration of the material and spatial resourcing of performance teaching in the Contemporary Creative Academy. In this third podcast, we're going to hear again from Professor Adrian Keir, Programme Development Director of Performance at Wimbledon College of Arts, exploring the nature of collaborative working and theatre materiality. One of the things that we're looking forward to at Wimbledon is creating a space of visibility for acting and performance practices, which have perhaps been somewhat neglected in the traditional um, conservatoire context acting and performance practices that really focus on the responsiveness of our students to the challenge of becoming theatre and performance makers, theatre and performance thinkers, rather than simply instruments for others' ideas, which, and it's a somewhat balderizing characterization, has often been the case for um, the characterization of the work of the actor. The work of the actor is somehow embodying the ideas presented by the director and the director somehow interpreting the work and the uh, ideas presented by the writer. Just as the designer is themselves um, charged with realising the director's vision and creating the world imagined by the writer. Now what I'm implying here is of course is that traditional theatre uh, apparatuses tend to work with a hierarchical model of the significance of artistic practices. We have the kind of writer at the top, the director, the designer uh, below them, uh, the actor maybe somewhere in parallel um, as being sort of inhabiting the, the central representational space of the stage and technicians and um, uh, other modes of theatre workers uh, below the, uh, the actors themselves. And what we're concerned with achieving at Wimbledon is a sort of flattening of those hierarchies, not necessarily entirely um, abolishing the distinctions before, between them, but certainly destabilizing the notion that they operate um, in a kind of a, a hierarchy of knowledge and a, a, and a hierarchy of the significance of the practice. And in flattening that hierarchy, what we're seeking to do is to recognise that theatre ideas and theatre um, materials are generated from a, a, a range of uh, multidisciplinary practices and a range of critical perspectives, which might in different moments be realised differently. So, for example, theatre and performance work might begin with um, 
the work of the the costume designer or the or the theatre technologist um, as generating the the core principles ideas which a company then investigates explores and realizes uh, in a artistic outcome together so in flattening uh, theatre hierarchies of you know suggesting that we don't always for example begin with a text that there might not always be a director uh, that the actor's role may not always be central but may be partly for example to do with helping realizing the design um, we are creating an environment which focuses on the theatre as the space of making rather than the individual disciplines that traditionally have seen to constitute it and obviously this is in keeping with a with uh, uh, a shift in contemporary theatre and performance practice towards what might be loosely called the post-dramatic a movement away from the idea that the text is the central representational element of theatre towards the notion that the event and the nature of the audience experience um, which combines both representational and presentational practice, both the recognition of the reality of the actors as themselves and as the, the um, modes of vocalisation and embodiment of the text that might be presented or may not be being presented, maybe being created within the space itself, are actually central to the nature of uh, theatre as a live embodied experience. So what we uh, are hoping to achieve there is the development of theatre makers who are theatre thinkers, who work with the collaborative and multidisciplinary practices that underpin um, the creation of, of live events and live experiences, and uh, which draw upon particular skill sets, techniques and disciplines but put them in the service, if you like, of a uh, techne, of a craft of making, of a craft of thinking, of a craft of creating, um, that goes beyond the, the limited possibilities um, of the, just the individual skill set of actors and performers, uh, designers and technologists themselves. So our ethos, and again, I think this is something that performance brings to an art school environment, as much as it draws upon the art school environment, is an ethos of collaboration, of an ethos of mutual respect and recognition and sharing of the distinctiveness of skills and practices, and yet bringing them together to combine and create in an innovative, experimental and forward-looking uh, mode of practice. Of course, focusing on the flattening of the hierarchies of theatre and performance practices doesn't deflect from the fact that we are focused on investigating the materiality of these practices and uh, in particular investigating material as a theatre as a material practice in itself. Of course this is somewhat counterintuitive because in an art school context to talk about the materiality of theatre is perhaps both welcome but also somewhat obscure because Theatre doesn't necessarily have discrete and concrete materials in the way that, say, sculpture does. Um, it doesn't work with um, marble or stone or slate or anything that is identifiable 
as a concrete material as such. What theatre works with is the materiality of bodies and voices and spaces and environments. And these materials are subject to change. They are contingent. They are time-based. They are uh, in a process. And of course, this knowledge is already available to lots of fine art practices, both within, within film and within sculpture and within painting. Um, and their interrelationship with modes of performance which interrupt, um, disturb and recalibrate the seemingly stable categories of material practices themselves. So we want to retain adherence to that idea of performance as an interrupter, uh, as a mode of destabilisation, at the same time as to reflect upon what are the materials of theatre and performance making themselves? What is the relationship between the materiality of space and the materiality of the actor's presence within space? The materiality of their embodiment of a persona or a character and the materiality of the, the voice and movement that enables that character to appear and to become apparent? And what is the interrelationship between those modes of appearance and the more materials-based modes of appearance, such as the scenographic landscape, the lighting design, and the sound space being, and the soundscape being constructed within the live event. So what is the interrelationship between the materials and material processes involved in making performance as perhaps one of the most immaterial um, ephemeral and transient artistic forms. These are questions that I think the logics of theatre and performance bring to, to the art school, but also questions that the art school informs then are thinking about theatre and performance making practices and processes. So something of this was the context for the invitation um, to conduct a residency made to Ewan Forster and Christopher Hayes um, as the partnership has a long-standing um, mode of inquiry which reflects both a materials-based uh, approach to theatre and performance and uh, a knowledge of the reliance upon and sensitivity to space, sight and context. Their performance making for me has always about been about articulating the ways in which space, sight and context are the sort of first principles that inform any kind of um, performative mode of intervention or interrelation um, to, to, to space and to sight. And I think that was very clear in On the Hoof, where by what they presented was something of a, a catalogue or a inventory, perhaps, of the range of possibilities and the range of potentialities afforded by the space of Wimbledon College of Arts to the modes of performance practice and the modes of critical performance inquiry that might um, begin to inhabit and animate it. And I think in this respect, the Commission worked um, admirably and highly informatively in terms of thinking about 
how we address that core project, which is the heart of the development of acting and performance at Wimbledon moving forward, which is the recognition of actors and performers as artists in their own right, as creative makers and critical thinkers that inhabit and work through studio spaces, creative processes and artistic modes of inquiry, but at the same time work together to produce collaborative outcomes that seek to traverse as well as reverse something of the hierarchies of thinking and making that have uh, characterised drama and theatre uh, processes and practices in the 19th and 20th centuries. So that spirit of animation that we hope our students will take forward is one that enables them to, to rethink what an actor and performer is, to reimagine what theatre is and how it might be made, to reconceive the role of the theatre maker as not only a, a technically accomplished practitioner, but an intellectually and politically courageous artist, thinker and maker. You've been listening to Professor Adrian Keir from Wimbledon College of Art as part of the Forster and Hayes podcast series Speculations in Unimagined Space. Check out the remaining podcasts in this series as well as other information on the Forster and Hayes website www.forster-hayes.com